Welcome to the Pretending to be Wizards Dragon Heist Campaign. If you enjoy our content and would like to help us grow, please leave a review on iTunes or wherever you find your favorite podcast. You can also support us by becoming a patron at patreon.com p2bw and becoming a part of our game. Thanks for listening. And we're back. We're back. We're back. Back again. <laughs> so, um, you guys meet back up at the Yawning Portal. Portal. So you guys can pick up a little bit on your way out. And, uh, so, you guys come back and you see that, um, Rainier, he smells a lot better, first of all. <laughs> and he's wearing the same clothes as he was wearing yesterday, but they are clean and they smell good. Okay. Um, because he knows that, well, if we're going to be going back in the, if we're going to be going in the sewers, I might as well just wear the same clothes. It'll <laughs> be fine. <laughs> and, uh, so, um, what do you guys do? Uh. Mm. Um, can we trade out this stuff for gold? The trading bars? Yeah. Do you can we fence it? it? Do you want to do that right now? Yeah. You were, well, you were wanting, you were mentioning looking for armor. Right? Yeah, because I want to get some armor before I go in the sewer. Okay. Um, so, you guys go to the barkeep, and he kind of takes a look at the, yeah, he takes a look at him. And he says, I can exchange two of these. That's all the gold that I have in house right now. Hmm. Do you know a, a shopkeep who would be interested in something like this? Um, a shopkeep? Well, let's see. <laughs> or do you know a guy? Do you know a guy? Anyone want to buy these? <laughs> let's see. You know what? If I had to, if I had to take a guess, then, um, you know, probably your best guess <laughs> would be to stand on a table and ask adventurers. <laughs> no, you could probably go to the Steam and Steel. Okay. And, uh, it's. Near Troll Skull Alley, or it's in Troll Skull Alley, and it's gonna be a building that has a uh, a bit of a thatched roof. And it's not the one with the stuffed beholder, is it? Huh? It's not the one with the stuffed beholder, is it? No. <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, you'd probably be able to find it real easy. Uh, by looking for the smoke, the really dark, the really dark smoke and steam. Okay. Makes sense. We do that. <laughs> and, uh, little do you guys know, um, it's actually also near the sewer access that Neat. you guys needed to, to go to oh, anyways. Neat. Nice. So, is that where you guys go first? Yes. yes. Okay. So, um, you guys make your way out into the, the, the world, basically, and, um, you guys hear, um, mostly just, like, it's a little quiet just because it's not, like, super hustle and bustle at this moment. It's still pretty, like, early morning, and, um, 
As you guys are walking down to um, Troll Skull, Troll Skull, um, you start to see this really big plume of smoke. You also see that there's a whole bunch of other different, uh, like, um, yeah, a whole bunch of other different types of shops and uh, things along those uh, along those lines. Um, you also walk past this really old, uh, manor that looks pretty run down. And, uh, but you make it to the Stephen, or the Stephen Steel. And, yeah, you make it to the Stephen Steel. And, uh, during daylight hours, smoke and steam bellow from the many windows around this indoor forge where metal weapons, armor, and tools are made. The forge is owned and operated by a married couple, a fire genasi named Embrick and a water genasi named Avi. Ooh. I like genasi. Both of these, uh, both of these peoples, or both of these people are members of the careful order of skillful smiths and metal forgers. Huh. Um, I like that flavor. Those are fun characters. Mm -hmm. And um, as an armorer, uh, Avi also belongs to the splendid order of armorers, locksmiths, and firesmiths or finesmiths. Hmm. Cool. So as you guys walk in, um, of course you see these two Genasi, um, kind of, you know, doing what they can to keep these fires going and um you hear hammers clanking from their uh other employee employees um and as you uh as you walk in um the fire genasi Embrick kind of sees you come in waves you on in and uh lets you look around the front of his store you see a whole bunch of really beautiful well-made armor um some of it jewel encrusted even um, way out of your price range, mm -hmm. but it's really pretty. And um, I just want to know—I wasn't thinking about it because it is morning time. I'm walking around with a with the hood up on my cloak mm -hmm. of my white cloak oh, and yeah, because, uh, sunglasses. Uh, and sunglasses. Yeah, they're round. They're okay. just perfectly round sunglasses yeah. that, he, <laughs> that he wears. Okay. Like Ozzy Osbourne. -esque. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of like that. Okay. Um, so I, I'm assuming my character has never seen Genesis because I've just been to Waterdeep for the first time mm -hmm. and I've grew up in a small village. Has yeah. your mm -hmm. so, character seen um, Genesis? Um, I would say reasonably. I've yeah. seen, I've seen someone. Okay. So I'm going to be really excited and be yeah. like, oh, they're so cool. They're so, like elementals. Yeah. So Ember or Embrick, the fire Genasi, he has got bright red skin. But the closer you get to his arms and hands, what looks like soot is actually really beautiful black ink tattoos. Huh. That's really pretty. That's very cool. And um, so he comes up to you and uh, he kind of just, uh, hello, welcome to the Steam and Steel. I'm Embrick. Uh, what can I do for you guys today? I'm gonna say hi. I'm Ellie, and I I have these things that I need that I need to sell. Oh, okay. 
Oh, okay. What, what can I, uh... We'll and be then, also looking for some armor as well, not just here. And then, and then I take my backpack and I just dump it out, and, I, and like, the seven bars just clink onto the floor. Oh, um, well... You know, I think I've got enough to be able to exchange one of those for you, uh, but I can't do all seven, not right now. What would you say for, uh, using one as payment? If I was looking for a set of maybe some studded leather armor, um, could, could this be used, could one of these be used as payment? I could accept that. Okay. I do that. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. Okay. I'd like to um, trade one of them for... Um, I feel like since, like, I'm a child adventurer and, like, they don't usually, like, children don't usually need ar- armor, I'm gonna be like, is there, like, an adventurer jamboree that, like, I could go to? <laughs> <laughs> he, uh, he kind of looks you over and, um, You can wear says, medium armor, right? Uh, you're yeah, I can, I can wear light or medium armor. Yeah, okay. so he kind of looks you over and he says, um, well... Actually, I had something kind of fall through the other day, and uh, it was supposed to be for a dwarf, um, <laughs> but I don't know, maybe it'll, what kind of, what specifically are you looking for, gauntlets, or? Um, I just want, like, something leather that, like, could give me a little bit more, more protection, because I got cut on the arm yesterday, and it hurt really bad, mm-hmm. and I just don't want, I don't want to get hurt that bad again. Yeah, yeah, Okay. So, um, he kind of goes back to the back for a minute, and he comes back out, and he's got, um, uh, this leather armor that, uh, looks like it's been, uh, kind of been through a little bit, um, but it's still in really good shape, uh, and, uh, it's a little bit baggy on you. Okay. But it does fit. Okay. Um, and... Did you not already have base leather armor? Or did you? Mm-mm. Do you know player's handbook? Yes. Where's my No, base I didn't already have uh, base leather armor because that would have yeah. cost gold and I didn't give myself any gold to start with because I was like, I'm a child. I probably oh, didn't take any. Oh, you didn't start with ranger starting items? Mm-mm. Well, I did, which is what gave me the longbow, but it didn't give me armor because of how D&D Beyond does that. Mm-hmm. You should have leather armor because your AC is 13, but you only have a plus mm-hmm. two in dexterity. I have leather, but not leather armor. What's your AC? 13. And your dex modifier? Uh, plus two. So you have a point from somewhere. Because leather armor is 11 plus dex mod. I have no idea, honestly, because I don't have any, I don't have that equipped, otherwise it would tell me. Okay. Well, uh. Because if you, if you were to get leather armor, it wouldn't change your AC. Mm Okay. So, um, what he hands you is actually, um, medium armor that is known as hide. And, um. For 10 gold pieces, what it'll do is it'll uh, take your armor class to 12 plus your dex modifier. Okay. With a max of 2. Mm-hmm. With a max of 2. Alright. So it so it brings me up one point, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Better than nothing. Alright. What did you say your AC was again? My AC is 13, weirdly enough. So it sounds like you already had, like, st- what is your DC, or your dex modifier? Plus two. Plus two? 
Yeah. yeah, you already had leather armor. I have no idea where that came from. Give me a second. I mean, it's calculating it as if you do, so. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to look at my D&D Beyond account and see if it's on there. Hmm. Oh. Okay. And then, so what you get from him? The studded leather? Studded leather. Yeah. So he's got that, and um, it'll be 45 gold pieces. That's what I thought, swapping a bar. Cause yeah. And then, um, so he says, do you want that uh, that five gold pieces back, or um, do you want me to, do you need anything? I could, you know, uh, we make an access of stuff, so maybe we got something for you if you're interested. Um, for five gold pieces? Mm-hmm. Um. I don't think I have anything specific that I need. Um, oh, I guess I do have armor on. That's weird. I didn't think I did. Five bags of ball bearings. Um, do you need it? I got it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. Do you want five bags of ball bearings? You no. know, Ava, or Abby, my uh, my wife, and she gorgeous. And you look at her, and she's got uh, light hair. That is pulled up into a really messy, like, top bun. And she's got, like, strands of it in her face. Because, like, she's just, like, so sweaty from, like, being around all this fire and steam. Mm-hmm. Uh, but her pores look great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and um, she's got uh, kind of the opposite of his tattoos. Her tattoos are white, and they're only on one hand. Mm-hmm. So it looks like she's got this really intricate white glove. That's really cool. Okay, so I looked up my AC on here, and it breaks it down. It says 11 armor plus 2 dexterity bonus, which doesn't make sense because your AC is supposed to equal 10 plus your dexterity modifier. Yeah. So I should have 12 and not 13. Yeah, so it's giving you armor for yeah, some reason. it's giving you leather armor. Because rangers do start with leather armor. Yeah. Yeah. Or, well, know. your choice of leather or some medium armor. I don't remember. But then that just means that it it gives me a plus one. Yeah. Okay. So go ahead and, um... So the hide armor that you're getting is increases your AC by one. Yeah. Yeah. That's fine. Technically two, I think? Whatever. Whatever was happening. You now have 14. Yeah. Okay. 14 or 15. I'll just give you the extra hit point if you want. Alright. Yep. I don't have a need for for anything else at five gold, so I'm... Okay. Not going to worry too much. So yeah, he hands you the five gold pieces back, okay. and he says, all right, no worries, just uh, make sure you come back and visit, all right? Of course. Right, and then um, how much do you say mama's going to be? I'm going to make this 15 because I'm going to take it. <laughs> yeah. Um, how much do you say that mine cost? Uh, yours would be uh, 10 gold pieces. Okay. Um, I currently have three, mm-hmm. so I'm just going to give him one of the bars because I'm like, I don't know what money is. I'm just going to be like... <laughs> Because I saw him do it, I'm going to be like, here! Okay, so he goes, oh, well, um, here. And he takes you over to this, um, he takes you over to this, like, big wall of weapons. And, uh, he looks around and, uh, he says, um, so, um, what you're giving me, that's, that's going to be a lot more money than what this is worth. But, um, if you're interested... He's going to pull down a. Give me just a second. Yeah, you're good. Looking, at we- looking for weapons? Yeah. Um, <laughs> she needs a rapier. She doesn't need a rapier? I have a sickle. You have a sickle? Mm-hmm. You need a rapier. <laughs> it's a D8. Yeah. A finesse weapon. Is it. Rapier. There it is. Um, so he takes and grabs this. Uh, this really, this beautiful silver blade 
that's got um, a ruby in the hilt. <laughs> and uh, he balances it on his finger. It's perfectly balanced. And he hands it to you. And he says, so, let's see. What you've asked for is 10 gold pieces. And then this one, he hands the right here over to you. He says that will be 25 gold pieces. So that still leaves you with like, what? 10, 20 gold 15. pieces? 15 gold pieces? <laughs> now, I could give you that 15 gold pieces back if you'd like. Or we can get you other things too. Whatever you'd like. And I say, can I get another dagger? Another dagger? Absolutely. And um, how many do you need? <laughs> <laughs> how much are they? Ooh. Darts. Darts are throwable. Two gold pieces. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll take two more daggers, Mm -hmm. and then I'll take like I'll take some darts. And some darts. Yeah. Okay. So your dagger is uh, (laughs) two gold pieces, and we're gonna because it's five copper pieces per dart. Yeah, it's um. Just give me like a bundle of twenty for the. Yeah, one gold piece. One gold piece is twenty darts. Yeah. So we're going to give you... Um, and then that way she can get 10 yeah. gold back. Yeah, one gold piece for 20 darts. And, uh, and he hands you back your 10 gold pieces. Okay, and so I got two daggers and... 10? Yeah, two daggers. A rapier. A rapier and 20 darts? Mm-hmm. Okay, so now I have two. And they d- it does the same damage as the one that I've already got, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he uh, looks at you and he goes, Ah, cleric, do you want this morning star? No thanks. Oh, okay. Well, uh, <laughs> no worries. Alright, what do the darts do for... They're a D4 throwable weapon that yes. has a range of, like, 60 feet. And that does qualify as a finesse weapon as well. The range is 2 to 60. 2 to 60 feet? Yeah. And then should you use one and hit, it's a, a 1D4 piercing damage. They're good because they can be thrown as a bonus action. Mm-hmm. Alright, cool. Or I can just use it in a bar and be like, hey guys, look what I can do, and just <laughs> throw a dart. I like to imagine they look like kunai. Yeah. And do I get anything, like, anything to add to hit? Like, it's uh, It'll be the same as your boner. Yeah. Because it's a range. <laughs> <bone. laughs> it's a range. Mm-hmm. All right, so. Uh, and the so rapier. Plus four. Yeah, and the rapier will have the same modifiers as your daggers. Only it is a D8 of damage. Alright, so plus four, one, D8. Do I get a plus two piercing or no? Yes. Yeah. There you go. It's just the the strongest finesse weapon, and you can use martial weapons, so. Cool. You can use that. Alright, now to the sewers. To the sewers? Yeah. Okay. Um, Did Rainier buy anything? I don't know. Um, Rainier, uh... He's, he sticks to his dagger. He seems mm-hmm. pretty capable with it. Okay. And before I leave, I want to fist bump both of them. Oh. Uh, he starts to fist bump and he goes, uh. I have fire resistance. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he <laughs> fist like, bumps you. Yeah. And uh, a little bit of steam comes off your knuckles as you touch him, but it's, it's fine. <laughs> Neat. Um, and then, I can uh, touch the fire, genocide. I'm special. And um, <laughs> the woman kind of just like waves at you. And uh, continues her work. Okay. <laughs> so, cool. you guys go to the sewers, right? Mm-hmm. Alrighty. Um. 
Wait, they're married? Yeah. Do they make a lot of steam? <laughs> Would you say the relationship is steamy? steamy. <laughs> <laughs> um. Hey, I'm angry. <laughs> I'm gonna throw out a rules thing, but she technically rested, like long rested, with that magical item. Do we know if it does anything? Oh, yeah. The magical item? The paper bird. Because um, she rested, she had a long rest with it, so if she she can figure out what it does. Okay. Um, oh, yeah. I'll call it. I'll say, yeah. I feel like I would have pulled it out at some point in my sl- slumber party and been like, look what I got. And, yeah. That's because, like, they had that rule because, like, only two classes actually learn the spell identify. Yeah. So. Okay. We'd never, so, we'd never get a chance um, to learn. So then, uh, you pulled it out, and uh, our half work friend uh, goes, "Oh, paper bird! It's uh, this is a it's very wondrous piece of uh, magic that you've got." If you were to apply a term to it, it would I'd, be. I'd say it's wondrous and kind of uncommon. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> And, uh, you know, after Subtle. you write a message of 50 words or fewer on this magic sheet of parchment and speak the, a creature's name, the parchment magically folds into a tiny paper bird and flies to the recipient whose name is or whose name you uttered. The recipient must be on the same plane of existence as you. Otherwise, the bird turns to ash as it takes flight. Oh. Shit. Oh, and so then I'm gonna be like, so they can't be in the astral plane, and I can't be here. So, and and then I'm gonna be like, oh, cool. All right. <laughs> and then um. Uh, so it's a one-time you know, use kind of thing, I guess. Yeah. And then, if necessary, should you need to know, this bird is an object that has one hit point. Its armor, its armor class is 13, and its flying speed is 60 feet with a dexterity of 16. Nice. Cool. Maybe I need the little paper bird to fight for me sometime. Who knows? <laughs> I give the bird a knife. I give <laughs> Pikachu. I choose you. <laughs> Just throw out the <laughs> paper bird. <laughs> it confuses all the enemies. Oh, and then um, I write super effective. I write kill the goblins and <laughs> give it a dagger. Yeah. So the dexterity of sixteen uh, and a score of one in all of their abilities. It is immune to poison and psychic damage. It travels within five feet of its intended recipient by most direct route, whereupon it return. Yeah, it turns into a non-magical and inanimate sheet of parchment that can be unfolded uh, only by the intended uh, intended uh, recipient. If a bird's hit points or speed is reduced to zero, it is otherwise immobilized and turned to ash. Hmm. Paper birds can or usually come in small flat boxes containing uh 1d6 sheets of parchment okay i'm yeah, just gonna be like all right cool and i put it back in my pocket mm-hmm. so is this just a single sheet um because it's the because it's folding the cream go ahead and make a d6 roll to determine how many you have yeah we're gonna we're gonna play with that all go right. ahead and roll a d6 and see how many you have Six. Uh, so six plus three. <laughs> so not only did you find this really cool bird, but um, you also found a box that you think it might have come with. <laughs> All right, cool. It's a neat. It's a neat box with a paper crane emblem on it. Yep. Cool. So you nine now have paper birds. Uh, nine, ten. You have ten of them. Oh, I have ten. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, fancy. <laughs> I was not expecting to roll a six. Right. I mean, I wasn't either, but it's okay. Wait, I could write a message to my parents. You could. <laughs> Each if of them. you wanted to. Dear okay. Mom and Dad. Part one. Um, <laughs> one of six. So now, sewers. They <laughs> get them all. It's like a tweet. <laughs> oh my god, it is a tweet. Because <laughs> it's a bird. Yep. With I only 50 or less words. I shall call this Twitter. <laughs> right. I hate it. So the sewers. So, you guys make your way around the buildings, and um, you see a, what is it specifically? Yeah. So, you see a yellow um, circle with ten spokes radiating from its outer circumference. Hmm. Well, that's a good sign. I think we're on the right track. And it's on the... Uh, it's on one of the walls, and then it's also uh, on the bottom of the sewer cover. Like, once you lift up the sewer cover, it's there. Hmm. Well, I think this is the right direction. Okay. And... Uh, there is a ladder going down, so you guys go ahead and head down, yeah? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, it is super duper dark, and there is no natural light within the sewers. I have okay. dark vision. Yeah. Rainier doesn't, but I do. Yeah. Alright, um, so I do have... This says I have a torch in my... Well, wait. What is, what is Rainier wearing? Rainier? Hmm. He's just wearing regular, like... He's wearing a, a tunic and some pants. Does he have, like, a... Do you have like a bracelet or anything on his arm? Um, yeah, he's got he's got a, a watch. Um, we'll call it a watch. I put my hand on it and I cast light on it. Oh, cool! He kind of like looks at it and it's like emulating light. And he's like, ah, oh, dope! It glows in a twenty foot radius. Oh, cool, dope. <laughs> so, um, and it's sort of purplish. Not like super purpley, but it's got like a faint purple hint. Uh, a faint purple to it? Okay. And um, so as you guys start walking down the sewers, a putrid stream flows in or flows along this sewer tunnel, which leads in two directions. One direction, you see a tiny <laughs> symbol drawn on the wall in yellow chalk, the palm-sized circle with ten uh, spokes radiating from its circumference. And the other side, it's uh, just a, an empty hallway that smells even more like shit. Yeah, so let's uh, follow the sign. Follow the sign. I'm going to crinkle my nose as we dive deeper into the sewer. Okay. <laughs> I've been so, just pinching it, like, gross. After an hour of following the signs through the tunnels... If anything mildly gets on my outfit, I keep using prestidigitation to clean it. <laughs> <laughs> is that a cantrip or yeah okay. oh yeah i can throw that i can throw that shit around all the time okay oh my gosh um so after an hour of following the signs through the tunnels you come to a three-way intersection or intersection where a ladder leads up a stone shaft capped by a metal circular cover one of the familiar uh chalk symbols is marked on a wall nearby and floating near the symbol is a 
spherical grapefruit-sized creature with a bulging central eye and four stumpy eye socks, which bears its teeth at you. I don't like those. Uh, okay. Um, hello. Uh, give me just a second. <laughs> Let me make sure that, um... Does it speak a language? Uh, I'm not gonna give anything away. <laughs> <laughs> so it just kind of. I'm gonna try. Show set a picture. Of I'm gonna try thing. under common. Do you wanna? Do you wanna see a picture of it? Sure. It's I know it's it's a, some sort of beholder, so like here, a teeny take beholder. A, take a... Oh yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Um, does it speak under common? It does not speak at all. Oh, it probably it doesn't even speak beholder. I know. Um, <laughs> it doesn't speak. There's some animals that says, "Hey, they speak their own race." I mean, that's true. Like the sad, um, the Sajwins, they speak Sajwin. I don't know. Oh wait, give me just a second. Let me do a thing real fast. Okay. Um. You, you there? Yep. Okay. Um, so you see this creature. Uh, what do you do? Oh, what is it doing? So it's kind of staring at you, and it's, like, gritting its teeth. Uh, mm. I don't know. Is there really anything else we see in this area? Um, besides a ladder? And... Um, a hallway going one way, and the uh, and next to the symbol is the uh, the creature. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna keep approaching, but kind of like have my hands up as I'm approaching. Do you say anything? Uh, I tried. Saying something to just okay, like see if it responds. What did you say? Again? I just said hello to see if it responds or something. So um, it grits its teeth at you and it goes, "Hello." Um, may we pass? May we pass? He's using your voice. Hmm. Okay, you can pass. Oh, okay, you can pass. All right, guys, let's go. As soon as he does, he tries to bite you. <laughs> Roll for initiative. It was worth a shot. <laughs> hey, that is a natural 20. It was a natural 20? I got yes. a modified 20, so natural goes first. Yep. And he rolled a 4. <laughs> Look at us, high rollers. What about Rainier? Oh, yeah, give me one second. Okay, so you rolled a natural 20. Mm-hmm. You rolled a modified 20. And Rainier rolled a 17. Alright, cool. And then... The gazer. Okay. Uh, so what do you want to do first, Kingsley? Okay. Um, I'm sure this thing can see in the dark. Um, yes, it can. Yeah, I was like, I wouldn't doubt that. If I want to use a spell slot on it, though, that's the real question. <laughs> I, 
I'm sure this isn't the only encounter. In yeah, this, I'm, I'm trying not to give stuff away. Within this That's rest, the only thing so. That's uh, I'm not sandwiched right now. <laughs> I'm going to Sacred Flame. Okay. Yes, yeah, make a dexterity saving throw. Of what? 14. They made it 18. Oh, shit. Plus three. Oh. Well, good. Good for him. Um, that's all I got. Okay. Uh, what are you gonna do, Lissa? Level one. Level one. I'm gonna shoot it with my longbow. Because what else am I gonna do? Okay, go ahead. Uh, 23 to hit. 23 does hit. Go ahead and roll damage. That's not the right dice. This is the right dice. Uh, nine damage. Nine points of damage? Yep, nine points of damage. It makes this weird guttural scream that sounds kind of like the same sound like you would expect, like, slime to sound like if you Ew. were to throw it against a wall. Ew. So it made, like, a squishy sound? A yeah. Squatch. It was like a squishy, fleshy sound. Ew. I don't like that. <laughs> don't like that. Kind of like flarp if you throw it. Yeah. Gross. So, um, <laughs> Rainier is going to try and throw a, like, you know, not throw a dagger, but he's going to kind of, he's going to kind of take a slash at it, but he's not going to do it, uh, do a diligent of it. And, uh, oh, good. And his dice is going to fall off the table. And his dice is going to fall off the table. Um, that was seven points, so he did miss. He kind of, like, flapped at it, and uh, he's like, I don't want to mess with this thing. It's creepy. You said you were good at this. I don't want to fight a beholder, baby. I don't know what the fuck it is. <laughs> beholder, baby. <laughs> so, uh, the gazer, um... Uh, give me just a second. This is gonna be fun. It has so many actions it can do. Um, so he looks deep into your soul, Gainsley, and, um, you need to make a a wisdom saving throw. Oh, no. Oh, jeez. Okay, that is a 16 plus 4. Okay. That's a modified 20. Okay. So, um... You get an overwhelming feeling that it wants to be your friend. It's like trying to give you all these sweet and innocent feelings and you immediately shake it off. Oh. Just try to charm person me? Yes. <laughs> Shit. And it is your turn. Oh, wait. An action or bonus action? Can it do other shit? Yeah. And so, um, who is close? Who is leading the way down the sewer, by well, the way? Well, I was the one walking up to it and I tried to pass it. Okay. So, I'm assuming so I'm yeah. He's going to... He realizes that it was a failed attempt to be or to charm you, and so he's gonna try and bite you. Oh no! Um, with a um eleven plus five, so a sixteen to hit. Uh, I have sixteen, so it does hit. Okay, and then oh no, um, you take one point of piercing damage. Huh. Okay. He's got a very small mouth. <laughs> he's mostly he's mostly eyes. Mostly eyes. He's all it's all in the eyes. It's all in the eyes. He he kind of he kind of tries to charm you again without actually casting charm person and like bats his eyelashes at you with like his weird like. Gross... And it's like bit onto my arm. Yeah, and he's like 
trying to, you know, you know. I snap my fingers and cast Sacred Flame. <laughs> <laughs> it is your turn. Yeah. So, like, is that what you do? Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh... Dex yeah. saving throw. Dex saving throw. Uh, 13 plus 3, so 16. He's, he dodges it still. Damn it. Okay. He's juking. He's juking and vibing. Anything else you want to do? Um, no, that's it. Okay. Uh, and then that is it for Kingsley's turn. So, Lissa, what do you want to do? He's attached to his arm. I'm just, like, holding it out here. Just, like, just... Also, just so you know, this gazer is, like, it's not very big. It's, it is considered it a grapefruit. aberration. It sounds like a grapefruit. Yeah, a grapefruit. It's attached to my arm. <laughs> that's why it's, mi- that's why Sacred Flame is missing. Mm-hmm. Is okay, it still, is uh... it still, if it had to dodge my attack, is it still attached? Um, you know what, I'm gonna say it did, it did let itself go to dodge it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Otherwise, so, yeah, it'd be hard for it to be like, like. Yeah, it's I'm it's gonna, floating. I'm gonna shoot it with my bow and arrow again. Okay. Don't roll a natural one. Yeah, go ahead and roll damage. Okay, high roller. <laughs> uh, the, 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 I'm bad at math. One second. That would be. Oh, it's plus two, not plus four. So it's ten damage. Ten points of damage? Yeah. Okay. So, um, how do you want to do, what does that look like? (laughs) Um, I just, I don't know. I, hmm, I, like, take a few steps forward and, like, I squint my eyes and, like, draw back an arrow Mm -hmm. and I let it loose and it just, like, it goes through the be- the gazer, mm-hmm. and he's stuck to the wall. Nice. And I just walk up and take my arrow out. And he kind of just goes, like, and he slides down the wall. Yeah, he makes <laughs> that little squanch sound that's yeah. gross. Ew. That gross squanch sound. Yeah. All right. Well, you have killed the, behold- the baby beholder, also known as a gazer. As soon as I grab my arrow, I'm going to fist pump with it in my hand. And I'm going to be like, I did it, guys! Golf claps. Golf claps <laughs> for me and Rainier. So. Thanks for listening. If you like this episode and know someone else who would, please share it. See you next time.